right, welcome back. Fox Sports Radio to Gamble. We're going to invite you out of Winkler. Sean Brady's with you here. On a feel good Friday. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, look, it's supposed to be an absolutely gorgeous weekend. Heading out of town, looking forward to uh, celebrating my mother's 70th. Going to have a good old time in Avalon, and I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, I know she is. And uh, it's going to be a fun weekend to be down there. There's going to be a lot going on in the world of sports, as there always is. It seems to be like that. But I know on Sunday our 76ers will be opening up uh, first round at 1 o'clock. So there will be something definitely I need to be watching on TV just for a little bit there. Uh, but let's head out to the Dr. Glatt. We're going to hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt is Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Check him out online, drglatt.com. I missed him on Tuesday, so I said I need to get him on before the end of the week. It's our guy, Jigsaw himself, Tony Jigsaw Cotillo, T. Cotillo 23, Heat Ratio Sports. Jigsaw, how you doing today? I'm great, man. Taking us right into the weekend, Sean. Mm-hmm. Here's my question to you. Um, the path right now, it's there. We see it. It's there for the take. The Sixers... We look at this season as a bust if what happens. If they make the Eastern Conference Finals, is that sufficient enough for Tony Jigsaw-Cotillo? No. Hell no. We, we, it's NBA Finals or bust to me, especially after the way the bracket is playing out and how it's laid out. I mean, you, you allow Milwaukee and Miami to beat up on each other. I mean, two, two teams that, listen, I didn't want to face Miami at all. Right, and, and now you get to let Milwaukee and Miami just kick the living crap out of each other. Probably six, seven games, right? Let them kill each other. I, I mean, listen, this path is made for the Sixers. No matter who the AC did, really doesn't matter. Uh, this is all about the Easter Conference Finals, which is probably going to be the Sixers and the Nets. Uh, let's face it, it's going to be exactly what we've talked about. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm starting, even though I was a Nets guy, I'm leaning towards the Sixers on this one, so I'm starting to really butter up to the to the way the Philadelphia 76ers are built. Yeah, I agree. I definitely started to butter up a lot because I was saying a couple weeks ago at the first time we got an opportunity to see all three of the players together, I'm like, we'll just get Brooklyn the championship because the yeah. only thing that was going through my mind was how easy it was for Golden State to do it once they got Durant. We said it. It yep. played out in front of us how we all thought it was going to go. They won the championship two times. And, I, and I'm like, all right, well, if they're all healthy, then then I just assume Brooklyn's going to have that same success. But the problem is they haven't been all healthy. And I don't know if you can go ahead and guarantee James Harden's going to last for a full run. I, I, I want to see it. Uh, you know what I mean? How many total games have these guys played together? Look, I, I get it on paper. Again, if they're healthy, it's going to be tough. But I, I don't think it's going to play out exactly how people think it's going to play out for Brooklyn. So, look, and that's just the, the nature of the game for a lot of teams. I mean, the Sixers have dealt with their fair share of injuries over the years. Um, it takes a lot to make a championship run. The Lakers last year didn't have to deal with any injuries. Look at this year, whole different ball game. You know. No, 100%. I mean, I looked at it through the same glass that you looked at it, and it was, wow, every time you turned around, and I, I know he had to retire for unforeseen circumstances, but it's like, okay, here comes Blake Griffin as a bench piece. Here comes Lamarcus Aldridge as a, as a bench piece. Yep. Here's Joe Harris just slinging it from three, right? And you're like, what is going on here? Like, how are we going to compete with this Brooklyn team? And And, and I was never really worried about, the three players because they're veterans and they can flip the switch on and off whenever they want. In my opinion, something the Sixers do not have the fortunality to be able to do, 
But the one thing I've noticed, the X factor to me, and maybe it was me, Sean, not giving the guy enough credit, but if Seth Curry can play at the level he's played in the last 10 games, shooting 61% from three-point land, uh, averaging 18 points per game, he has been on another level, and he changes the entire dynamic of that team. So and that's what's kind of made me butter up. And again, it's Steve Nash against Doc Rivers. And Ooh. listen, as much as I like Brooklyn, I'll take Doc Rivers every day of the week. Okay, so Doc's showing you a little something because a lot of we're, we're talking to Tony Jigsaw. Yep. Uh, a lot of people have been questioning Doc's playoff record. So regular yeah. season, he's impressed you, though. Yeah, you know, it, certain things that I've noticed. Uh, you know, I, I've noticed that as much as we hate the whole resting of players and load management. Uh, I think he's really treated these rookies the right way, especially uh, one thing's apparent. The other night when they play Orlando and they've already clinched and you see guys like Paul Reed and Isaiah Joe and Tyrus Maxey balling. I don't care if it was the Orlando Magic. doesn't matter. They still had their starters out there. These young kids showed you that, you know what, Sean, if they if they need if, if they need five to seven minutes of a spark in a playoff series, I think Tyrus Massey can go in and give them that, and that's because of the coaching, and it's not just Doc Rivers. It's guys like Dave Jagger. It's guys like Sam Cassell. It's a coaching staff that has multiple head coaches on it already, so that's what's made me feel so good about it. Yeah, I agree with you. There's a lot to like about this team right now. Now, look, I, I, as we talked about, the path is there. I don't care who they play in that next round. I'm already looking past the first round. I get yeah. it, but you know, I don't care who they play in that next round, Atlanta or New York. It doesn't matter. They're going to get the best of them. New York hasn't beat the Sixers in forever. Uh, I don't see that changing with more on the line. I really do feel like the Sixers have another level. It's just once they get to that Eastern Conference Finals, then – I, I wait. I apologize. Did you say Brooklyn or Milwaukee? You said Brooklyn. Yes. I think Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee. Really? Be, yeah, I do. I think I've been on Milwaukee's train all season long, mm. and I feel like they they haven't gotten the respect they deserve. Not it's their own fault because they haven't they didn't lock up that overall number one seed. But when push came to sh- push came to shove, Tony, they beat Philly two times. They beat Milwaukee or they beat uh, Brooklyn two times. So they, they did. They have it in them. I just I'm I'm not a Giannis guy. I think Giannis is kind of a fraud, right? I, I in my opinion, because I think he has a lot of limitations. And if you say, okay, who's the second guy in charge on that team? Am I scared of Drew Holiday? Can Drew Holiday carry a team in a seven game series? I'm not sure he can. So as much as Milwaukee, it most honestly they could be the deepest team with with depth pieces on the bench in the playoffs. But I just I'm not sold on Giannis's game in the sense that I could say, you know what, he could take it on the shoulders because if they if they close up the middle on Giannis, they force him to the outside. He doesn't have the perimeter game. He just doesn't. And uh, you know he has to get to the rim. He's he's not a fifty percent field goal percentage guy. So it's something that I look at that the other pieces are going to have to step up, and I just don't have the faith in them like I do in Brooklyn. All right. Well. They had their way with us, that's for sure. Now, I know not everybody played in those games. I know. Yeah, we, we got to be careful with that. Be yeah. careful with that. Joel but here's the thing, play. Sean. Be careful of those Knicks. I, I, I'm going to throw this out there before we move on. You, I, I know everybody's overlooking this, but, I, you know, listen, we, me and John Jansen talked about on a line change, and I would, I would tell you right now I'd rather play Atlanta than the Knicks. The, the Knicks are a very good defensive team. Sure, but they've got to score, though. 
Right. I'm not saying the Knicks are going to win a series, but remember, did you ever think the Knicks were going to beat the Bulls when they had Jordan? No, but they beat them up. Guys like Xavier McDaniel and Charles Smith and Anthony Mason and John Stark. They're not Stark, walking through that right? door. They're not walking through that yeah, door. Yeah, but they're not, but they were a defensive team that were able to beat that Bulls team up. So all I'm saying is I don't want to play bully ball until I get to the finals. So I'd much rather pass on New York. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, I think that's fair. I, I, I wouldn't agree with the Chicago Bulls statement, and I wouldn't agree with the Giannis statement, but I don't want to argue with you, Tony Sacatello. <laughs> But I do agree with what you're saying about, you know what, let's just let's not have the physical series until we need it. And Atlanta would be less physical. I agree with that. That's a good point by you. Uh, Ticajillo23 is where you can find him. Uh, look, here, here's what all I know. It's going to be a fun run. It starts on Sunday, 1 o'clock. I look forward to it. I look forward to breaking it down all week. And, of course, hearing you uh, back on the show next Tuesday. All right, let's switch gears, though, Jigsaw. Let's get, I want to get your thoughts on some Eagles issues because over the week we heard from Jalen Hurts, and I thought that there was, you know, I, I, look, Jalen Hurts, nobody's questioning who he is as far as the individual, the player, the locker room, the leader, all that. The only thing that people are questioning is the arm strength, is the accuracy, correct? I mean, we know what we're getting as far as inside the locker room at the at the leadership position. He's that dude. But the question right now is what can he do when push when when someone needs him to make a play and throw the football down the field? Can he do that? That's the question. Uh, if you look at the Green Bay game, it shows that he's he's given himself the ability to make those throws. Now, will they be consistent? I'm not sure, but he changes the dynamic. The, 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 the one thing about Jalen Hurts is you said it. He's a student of the game. If you hear him in press conferences, he rattles off in a sense that he's so fluid in the way he speaks. You can tell he's a professional. Nothing rattles this kid, and that's huge, especially when your own team won't even commit to you as a starting quarterback. So I'll tell you what, he's already, he faced adversity in Alabama, and now he's going to face adversity again now that he's with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's crazy to me, but listen, I, I told you before in this program, I, I'm all in on Jalen Hurts. I, I like what the kid can do. I do. I, I like his mobility. Uh, you know, listen, not every quarterback's accurate. Listen, uh, Sean, Kyler Murray was not the most accurate quarterback in the world, right? He wasn't, but he was mobile. He was able to, to run an offense. Now, obviously, listen. Hopkins, Fitzgerald, uh, you know, I, I think me or you, Christian Kirk, me, you could go out there and run that offense too, right? I mean, Jalen Hurts doesn't have that luxury, but I think we're, we're getting too tossed up into his accuracy. What we need him to do, it's almost like the Ben Simmons effect. We don't need him to shoot, we need him to score. What we need Jalen Hurts to do is we need him to throw the football and we need him to hit, we don't necessarily need him to be accurate, but we need him to make plays and be dynamic. And I, I think that's what he can do. All right. Well, I know it's going to be a fun season, and that's right around the corner. That'll be here before we know it. I mean, look, it's this summertime is going to fly by. There's so yeah. much going on. We're never going to be home. We're going to be busy bodies all the way through the summer. <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's going to be week one. We're playing. It's crazy. Three. Yeah, it is crazy. It um, really is. One, one last thing I will say about that is let's just look at the Indianapolis Colts with Nick Sirianni and a guy named Jacoby Brissett. Was Jacoby Brissett the most accurate guy in the world? No. But 
the way they formulate that offense with a solid two to three headed monster at the running back position, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines. What did the Eagles go out and do? They already have Miles Sanders. They 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 go out and they draft a kid in the fifth round who's pretty good. They bring in Carryon Johnson who's twenty three years old who's pretty good. They're doing the same kind of thing. So uh, you know, and Devonta Smith, listen, he's going to be good and he's going to be that answer to play guy, just like a guy like a T Y Hilton. So. I think they're building the team the same way because they know that he does have some limitations. Let's ask you some big pictures as far as NFL questions are concerned. Um, let's go division winners. All right, DraftKings Sportsbook gets the numbers up in front of me. First of all, the NFC East. Early. Huh. I'm not trying to pin you down here. Who do you think is going to win this year? I think that's an easy one for me. And Uh-oh. to me, it's the Washington football team. I'm a, I'm a big believer in what Ron Rivera is doing in Washington. Uh, I, I really, I like how they ended last year. You, you win the, Ron Rivera is an Andy Reid kind of guy. He, he, he wants to win within the trenches and that defensive line that they have that they're building out there in Washington is second to none. And I, I they had the best defense in the NFC East. Uh, okay. So if you look at what what they did from a draft perspective, they have another year of Antonio Gibson. They have another year of J.D. McKissick. They have another year of Terry McLaren. All right, they, they have so many pieces on that team. And, uh, yeah, guess what? It's Fitzmagic time, right? So at the end of the day, they're going to be a really good team, and I think that they're going to the NFC East because I'm not sold on the Cowboys. Guess what? We see eye to eye here. Oh, no. This might be a first. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> After like five years, I don't think we've ever seen eye to eye. This is, this is a classic moment. Plus 260 at DK Sportsbook. And, yes, I do I do think that that defense is, is good Oof. enough and that's all they need. And I think they made some improvements, and I think they're going to be a little bit better this year. And I think offensively they're going to be able to get some production out, out to, that maybe they weren't they were missing last year. So I do like Washington. I am curious to see what the Giants are all about. That's the one team for me. I'm, I'm off the Dallas Cowboys. I just think, you know what, they've had a lot of good things, and they just can't make it work over the years. So I'm missing. I'm passing on the Cowboys this year. It'll probably be the year they win it. But the, the <laughs> Giants are the team that I feel like we're actually – look, you brought up the Knicks. The Knicks have a culture. Tom Thibodeau, he has changed the culture mm. inside that locker room, inside that franchise. We're not hearing about the craziness. He's changed the culture. I really do think the Giants have changed their culture, and I think they're bringing things back. Um, and, and and I like the program that they have going on right now. What the hell is the coach's name? I apologize. Joe Judge. Thank you. Joe Judge. He is actually building a program up there, and he had him believing last year. He's talking that talk. We'll see. You know it comes down to, to, to Daniel Jones, and that's it. That's what yep. it comes down to, though. It does. And listen, they have a, a really good offensive uh, firepower. You know, I said they really have some good offensive firepower. So, uh, you know, and, and again, we don't know Saquon Barkley. Is he going to be healthy, right? Is he going to come back? They really want Devonta Smith. But they go out and sign a guy named Kenny Galladay, who's really good. Evan Ingram, who's really good, just can't stay healthy. Uh, right? So they had the pieces. But like you said, uh, it's all about the quarterback position. That's how you win football games in the NFL. And listen, we don't know what Dak Prescott's going to be 
in, in the first half of this year coming back from that horrific injury. Now, I know it was only an ankle. It wasn't an ACL, but it, it was still pretty apparent that, you know, it's something that is pretty devastating for somebody to come back to. So uh, I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is the best quarterback in the class right now because wow. – Right, think about it. You know, you see what he did with Miami last year. He's like a closer. He comes in, does what he needs to do, and he goes back. Right, so that's just what he does, and he's the veteran guy. That's kind of what they were missing last year. So now that they have him, I, I think he could be a really good piece, especially with a, with a team they wanted seven and nine last year. There's no reason why they can't win ten games this year. Uh, that division is going to be crazy, especially adding that extra game in. Uh, yeah, it's going to be all over the place. But uh, all right, some other divisions, real quick, if we could. The the North, mm. Green Bay, it's still up in the air. Aaron Rodgers yeah. will probably be back. But uh, who who do you like as far as that conf- that division is concerned? Well, listen, it all revolves around big AR, right? Where, what is he going to do? You think he's going to be back? I think there's no way he goes back. Uh, he's too, too, too he's too much of an egotistical guy. He's too much of a prideful guy. There's no way he comes out and then eats eats his own crow and says, yeah, this is where I want to be anyway. There's no way in hell Aaron Rodgers goes back to the Green Bay Packers in my opinion. So I, I, I still think I'm going to hold, I don't know what the, the numbers are, but still saying he's going to be a New Orleans Saint. That's just my prediction. Wow. I, 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 I think it's the perfect Perfect marriage. I think Sean Payton is excited right now as we're doing this segment, thinking about what Aaron Rodgers looked like in the gold and black. So, I, I based on that theory, I think you got to look at the Chicago Bears. I how crazy is that, right? Detroit. I don't know what the hell they're doing, right? Right? They said they they drain away Matt Stafford and they get back they get back a guy Jared Goff, who we all say is he real? Is he good? Is he not good? Uh, I'm soft Kirk Cousins, not for me, not my guy. Uh, you know, Chicago moves up and they get a quarterback who we all thought was going to go higher in fields, and they showed a solid running game. Like finally, with a guy in David Montgomery, they get Tariq Cohen back. They right, they have Allen Robinson, who, who listen, he leads the league in targets over the last two years, has over three hundred. So I, I, I like, and they got a decent defense. So if I had a pick on the basis on AR not being there, I'll go with the Chicago Bears winning that division. All right, well, it's interesting because here's what I tell you. If you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to end up with the Saints, mm. I definitely recommend you taking some juice on them right now at 20. What's that number? Plus 2,800. So, Woo! Yeah, they're middle of the pack. They're outside the top 10. They're probably like 14th or 15th as far as down the board. They're behind the Dolphins, behind the Cowboys, behind the Seahawks, behind the Broncos, behind the Colts. And the reason is because they don't have a quarterback. Now, you put Aaron Rodgers on the New Orleans Saints – Think about that. They jump. They 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 don't jump Tampa Bay, do they? So Kinsey's one, <sighs> Tampa Bay's two. Man, they might jump Tampa Bay. They might. They might jump Tampa Bay. I think the money will only because how hard is it to repeat? Right, it's a repeat factor. Correct. Right. That that and right? everybody would be firing on them. So you yes. have to lower that number. I don't think they would pass the Chiefs, but I think if Aaron Rodgers joined the Saints. It would go Chiefs plus five hundred, New Orleans plus five fifty. Yeah, listen, it, it's it's just break. And again, this is no like uh, the inside sources. What might nah? This isn't no shefty stuff here. This is just taking it 
and looking at it as a whole and looking at who their head coach is and looking at Drew Brees just retires, you know he's not sold on Jameis Winston. And I know as much as you know, Sean Payton, you talk about an egotistical guy in Aaron Rodgers. I think Sean Payton overtakes when we talk about ego. And if he can have an opportunity to beat Tampa Bay and show that he can win too, he's all in. And I, I think it's, it's right there. And they're a team that can win now. So a lot of those teams you mentioned, Denver, they can't win now. New Orleans can win now, and you're talking about that with a 38-year-old quarterback. All right, Jigsaw, let's talk some fantasy real quick. Make it happen for me. Who's my number one pick this year? You know, this is so hard for me because if you remember about three months ago, I came on here and I said, it's Devontae Adams, 100%. I didn't think you were going back. But I, I I don't know if if Aaron Rodgers obviously is not there. It can't be Devontae Adams. It just cannot be Devontae Adams. So then I have to I have to switch gears a little bit, right? Because I I, I can't take a I can't take a wide receiver because I was set and sold on Devontae Adams. So I I got to go back to C Mac. I do, no doubt about it. I, I he's going to come back healthy. He he again no competition for carries. He's on an offense that is. Absolutely built around him. They get Sam Darnold. They're going to rely on a running game even more than they did last year with Bridgewater. So McCaffrey's going to be the guy. So if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, I'm 100% drafting Devontae Adams. But if AR goes somewhere, like I predicted the Saints, it's got to be C-Mac to me. All right. Well, like I said, football season right around the corner. And, of course, you're going to be keeping us up to date all summer long on who the hell we need to be drafted because – uh, that's going to be right. Or, I mean, man, it's going to be fun, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially when, uh, you know, hopefully the Phillies are in it. Hopefully we get ourselves a deep Sixers run and and uh, a lot of good stuff happening in Philadelphia sports. But I uh, look forward to covering it all with you, Tony, all summer long, man. Always a pleasure to connect with you on a Friday next week. Next Tuesday, we'll be talking about the 76ers as they are opening up on Sunday at one o'clock. And then game two is on Wednesday. So we'll have a little precursor, a little preview to game two. I look forward to it, man. Thank you for a couple minutes today. Absolutely, Sean. Have a great week, and I'll see you on Tuesday. There he is, Tony, a jigsaw, Catillo. Good stuff from Tony. Um, always fun to get Tony on, and I messed up on Tuesday. So I was like, oh, no, let me get you on a little bit later in the week because i got to mix it up. And uh, fantasy is right around the corner, fantasy football. And uh, he's he's always set me up for success, man, every single year for the past couple of years. So he's doing a great job uh, with uh, his fantasy vignettes. Once again, Tikatilla23, follow him at Heat Ratio Sports. Um, very cool stuff happening right now with Tony and his team.